Howdy doody, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Homebrewed Podcast. This time, we have Central Coast band Sugar Soap. Uh, we had Dan and Luke from the band Swing By via Zoom to have a chat. Yeah, this is one uh, we've been wanting to out for a while. They only formed last year, but we've loved everything they've put out kind of since then, um, as you'd know if you listen to Homebrew regularly. So great opportunity to dive into this band a little bit deeper, see what they're about, what they've been doing, and what they've got planned. They have, uh, if you're listening to this close to its release date, they have just dropped a, a two-track uh, release there, A-side and a B-side. Uh, so we'll be talking about that as well. The A-side is called Easy Now. The B-side is called Balloons. Check it out wherever you get your music. And if you do get your music on Spotify, which a large percentage of the population do, while you're there, head to Spotify because you may have missed it last week. We launched a a new playlist uh, specifically for Central Coast music. Yeah, this is one we're super excited about. Um, I think we could all agree that the Central Coast has a whole bunch of great musicians and bands out there uh, and we wanted to kind of put them together in one place, uh, not only for you to have a look at and listen to when you want, but we're hoping businesses um, and, you know, kind of local spaces uh, would jump on that and start giving it a play as well and giving some exposure. So jump on there if you want to take a listen. Sugar Soap, a one band who will be there, uh, but we won't talk any longer. Please do enjoy our chat with Sugar Soap. Now, the first thing we have to ask is your Facebook bio. I want to know part of the origins behind it and who wrote it. Um, And do you actually remember what it says? Honestly, I can't remember word for word what it says, but Dan came up with that one. Dan came up with it. All right. So, this might be directed a bit more towards you. It's... Your bio is, with the thumping gusto of a deranged disco diva and the melodious majesty of a supersonic coastal choir, Sugar Soap enters the room, gives you a glitter kick to the guts, then exits, leaving no floorboard, unfrayed or unstomped. That, that is, that's literary gold. That's, <laughs> that's magic there. And it, like I do the- remember, now you've read it out. No, you you know, it sort of blew me away when I read it. It's like, oh, what do you think of this? I was like, yeah, obviously, let's let's chuck it up there. That's great. <laughs> Absolutely right. It's the perfect introduction to you guys, I think. But you've only formed last year. I mean, what's it like starting a band in the middle of a pandemic? Um, I guess, obviously, you know, it was kind of like weird timing for us because we just literally started at like a month before we were in like a lockdown so it was just it was like the worst timing possible (laughs) really to start anything actually hasn't been too bad for us like we're also kind of used to it too but it's sort of been i guess in 2020 like it sort of went up and down like towards the end of the year things started opening up and beginning of this year was actually great like we ended up uh, going up the Gold Coast and stuff, playing a, a couple of shows and things. So that, that's that been good. But it's really just been the last three three months that's been the biggest hit, I think. Yeah, I mean, what does that do, like, in terms of momentum? I mean, you guys, like, you've, as a band, started super strongly, like, really good releases, consistency. Um, but obviously things like this that are out of control would be a bit of a, a kick in the guts, I guess. Not a glitter kick in the guts, but just a regular <laughs> kick in the guts. Um, yeah, not quite. Yeah, not quite. <laughs> How do you manage that? Um, oh, we, I guess we, we stay in contact and everything just online, sharing ideas and stuff, just, you know, musically still collaborating and stuff. Um, you know, we can always do that these days, but 
yeah, there's just nothing like being in the room together sort of thing and also rehearsing it and writing stuff together like that. But yeah, I don't know if you wanted to elaborate, Dan, as well. No, I second that as well. It's the room thing that gets me. Oh, I was okay and I'm I'm okay with distance and things like that. But but these last three months I've sort of been like, yeah, it's it'd be you need to be in the same room. You just do you do for a lot of things, but especially this. Yeah, we've had that with a few bands that we've spoken to. They've you know, it, on one hand, it might be easier for them to collaborate with other artists. It might be easier to have someone else produce their tracks because you can just send it to pretty much anyone anywhere in the world. Um, but in terms of the actual band process of nailing down your sound, um, it's certainly a lot easier to sort of produce that when you're in the same studio or the same room. Yeah, absolutely. And that's how we've been working for most of, you know, the stuff we've done. Um, it's all been, you know, figuring out parts and just kind of recording it at home kind of vibe. Um, but it's, you know, whether in a studio or in a house, you know, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's interesting that you've been able to produce like the, the quality that we've known you for uh, with a lot of it being kind of in that kind of disjointed way and separated. It's a testament. It'll be really good to see what you guys can produce once you can get back together and stuff like that. But in terms of playing gigs, have you had much of a chance? I mean, having formed last year, you said you had that like those kind of moments fleeting as they were where you could play some gigs. Um, you said you got up to the Gold Coast. Have you had much of an opportunity to play like, you know, a good amount of shows as a band or, or would you say it's still kind of fresh? It's still kind of fresh, honestly. Like, um... I don't know, how many shows did we play? Have we sort of played all up? Probably probably like under 10 kind of thing. So it's only yeah. a small small amount of shows. But a few of them happened like really clustered. Yeah, which was good because that was the the momentum thing that was happening. So, yeah, just for that reason alone is because there was just, oh, next weekend we're doing this as well. Yeah. And it was starting to build. It was good. Yeah, and and the the kind of sound that you guys have landed on from the outset, it, I was saying to to Dan before we kind of kicked off, it's it's super unique, like especially to the Central Coast. But like, there's not a whole lot of bands out there that are producing kind of exactly the flavor that you guys are. Um, you guys have come from musical backgrounds. Did you come into the band with that shared vision and that intention to create the music that you have, or is it just kind of how you've developed together? It's probably a bit of both, to be honest. I think we sort of had a bit of a vision to a point, just obviously by, you know, because me and Dan sort of just started writing together just as a bit of an exercise sort of thing. We were just sort of introduced to each other um, via our um, label kind of thing. And, um, yeah, and then Sugar Soap sort of happened, but we were sort of just working on similar music and that. And then, you know, when Dan sort of was like, yeah, I'll, you know, join Sugar Soap and everything was sort of three of us. And then, um, yeah, it's sort of just building on that, I guess, as well and finding sounds that you wouldn't think unless, you know, again, all three of us in the same room. So I guess it's sort of developed that way as well. Yeah, for me, it's more of a developing thing. Like I didn't come into it thinking, oh, we're going to be a rock and roll band. Oh, we're going to be a hip hop band. Oh, we're going to be this or whatever. But it, I think it sounds, Luke would probably agree, it's got like a sort of epic, cinematic type flavour to a lot of it. And I wouldn't have envisioned that. So that sort of developed for me. So I think we're a developing one. I don't think we have a very clear sort of sound, which I think is good because then we can yeah. come up with something different. Yeah, it's definitely not clear. Um, I'll, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. It's good. I think, yeah, I, we have a sugar soap sound now because we didn't have a clear vision. And that's not a bad thing either. 
I mean, to, to sort of be able to diversify and also sort of land in your own lane as opposed yeah. to being like, oh, they sound like this band, they sound like that band. They're like, no, this is the sugar soap sound, which is what you just talked about then, Dan. Uh, but Luke, we actually spoke to your brother, uh, Tom, from he's a member of the Moving Stills. We spoke to him and another member of the band, another one of your brothers as well, plays in the band. What's what's that sort of dynamic like and how has that sort of impacted the two bands themselves? Like I, I hear you play a fair bit of, amount of gigs together. Yeah, well, we've always played music together. You know, just that classic story of the you know siblings all playing music together from a young age kind of thing. But um, sort of just went off and did our own sort of things like after high school, I guess, musically and all that. But we've always we always still eventually come back in some way and maybe help each other out or whatever. And me and Geordie have stepped in a couple of times for the moving stills, and Tom stepped in for us too. But it's it's just it's really I guess convenient is probably the, the word for it. <laughs> Yeah, it's a built-in backup for whenever you need it. Exactly. Yeah. What's the age breakdown between the three brothers? Where do you sit? So I'm the oldest. Uh, Tom's next, and then Geordie. And I'm actually the father. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, there you go. That makes sense because yeah, it's it's a full family affair here at, at Sugar. Yeah. So have you have you found that like kind of bouncing between the two bands has impacted like or influenced the music that you create for Sugar Soap or maybe what? I mean, Tom can't speak for Tom. You can't speak for Tom exactly, but maybe what some yeah. of the moving stills produce? Yeah, I think there's maybe some, I guess, I don't know, production values and things that cross over a little bit maybe. Um, I don't know, drum sounds and things like that. Um, loops, you know, whatever it might be. Synths, things, definitely synths actually. We use a lot of similar sounds with that. But I think it's, yeah, just, just good for bouncing ideas around and, you know, we always show each other mixes or whatever we're working on. What do you think of this? You know, do you want, should we change that? Or what would you do to this kind of thing? Was there ever talks of creating an all-family trio? Yeah, well, we're kind of doing that. Um, and our, I remember our cousin um, was also part of it as well. So we were kind of a four-piece thing. We were playing like temper trap covers and stuff like in high school back in like 2010 or whatever. And then that was probably the closest we got to like doing a full-on family sort of band but um yeah that obviously finished up but um we're still yeah i guess we can still start something up <laughs> it's never too late very little quirks vibe about it. i'm not sure if you know the little quirks but they're oh a, yeah yeah a yeah, four piece it's two sisters and then the two cousins it's all family affair and then the dad does like the film clips for them it's literally a whole family affair but um if you have just tuned in we are speaking to luke and dan from the moving stills uh, not the moving stills that's your brother's band from sugar soap uh that's the same thing really same yeah, thing yeah. as we've just discussed yeah uh but sugar soap that's something we want to touch on now the band name where did that come from and you know what were sort of the discussions leading up to picking that band name a lot of um maybe not a lot but a lot you know quite a few sort of <laughs> yeah, a lot of cleaning, um, a lot of sending, you know, a list of six different options back and forth kind of thing through, you know, a matter of weeks, I think it was. And then Dan, I think you were working on site or something, right? And then you just looked at a bottle of sugar soap. Sugar soap. I think that's... Yeah, I've got sugar soap. Everyone has it. But yeah, I'm a painter and we use sugar soap. And I just thought, I was trying to think of something Australian that wasn't too cheesy or too too Australian. So, <laughs> sugar soap. 
it just seemed to work for us. So we yeah, roll with that. Landed on a perfect little spot there. And it does roll off and, and it like flows well as a band name found from the very get-go. And and Dan, so we know that uh, you guys, uh, Luke and Geordie, are from the Central Coast. Dan, you're not from the Central Coast. Are you, are you in Sydney? Yeah, I'm in Sydney. Yeah. So what's it like for you coming into, like usually it's the other way around. You're kind of coming into a band and playing up on the Central Coast or kind of having that kind of connection there, whereas often it's vice versa. What's your interpretation been like jumping up to the Central Coast rather than, you know, being super based out of Sydney? It's good. It's a getaway for me. I never knew much about the Central Coast, I guess. I never went there a lot. I've been in other bands and we played there a couple of times, but yeah, it's a good creative space for us. The boys are obviously there and um, it's good. It's like a good holiday. Every time I go, I feel like I'm on holiday. Whereabouts in Sydney are you Are you based or are you from? In Roselle, yeah, Balmain. So you're fairly yeah. close to the city itself, so you'd have a yeah, pretty good taste yeah. of the Sydney live music scene. Um, yeah. How is your, I mean, you haven't been able to perform much on the yeah. central coast, but how, is, how have you found the central coast music industry? I think the central coast bands have a pretty particular sort of sound, like we were sort of talking about before. But I don't know too much. I honestly think there could be more. I think Luke and I have spoken about it. And I think the Central Coast, I don't know, the council or whatever it is, is trying to build more venues, open more, just more. Yeah, more is definitely the word to yeah. sum it up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it was interesting to hear your interpretation coming up from, you know, somewhere where it's far more of a, a hub for live music. Is There's no shortage of bands up here necessarily, but there is a shortage of live venues. When so you, a better way of saying it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When you guys were looking to, to play live gigs, did you have much of an opportunity to get uh, much going on the Central Coast itself or were you kind of pushed out? Um, I know, like you said, you went to the Gold Coast and, and into the bigger areas, I guess. I think there's a lot of uh, like smaller venues. I think in Sydney there's a choice of if you're a small band, you're not huge, you can't fill the metro or anything, you can't even get close. You're sort of forced to play bars and, and smaller things. I think there's more of those kind of smaller venues in Sydney and there's there's a bigger jump. You, know, you either have to be really micro or mega in the coast. There's not a lot of mid-range sort of things to play in the coast and Sydney too but more so in the coast. So I think it's a bit harder for bands like us at the moment. That's exactly what um, Boo Seeker said. We spoke to him a few weeks ago, originally from Newcastle. So he's, you know, sort of familiar with the Central Coast. And yeah, that was exactly his sentiment too. He said, you're either, you know, if you're massive, you're okay. If you're sort of up and coming, there's not really much for you unless you want to play at a, a pub or something like that. There's not really a specific yeah, yeah. venue for that. Um, sort of speaking of uh, gigging, not that you can do much now, but obviously there seems to be the government have released their roadmap uh, out of the lockdown. What have you got planned for the rest of the year and into next? Have you got more releases as well as perhaps some gigs planned? Yeah, we've definitely, I can't speak for gigs necessarily because, well, we've got the one one coming up that's been pushed back quite a few. We're, we've got a um, supporting the Terry's which has been really cool to get that spot. Oh, yeah, um, that. I forgot about that. <laughs> but that's been – the reason you forgot is probably because it's been pushed back to January next year. But um, So it's oh, a, quite a while January? off. Yeah. Yeah, oh. but – um, we've just If you've just tuned in, we've joined the band's meeting of Sugar Soap. <laughs> <laughs> you should yeah, get that's the way around. I have just tuned yeah. in. Yeah, that's some shocking information. <laughs> <laughs> Learn something every day, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, got a few – yeah releases sort of 
um, ready to go kind of thing um, with some production, little production things that need to happen. But yeah, we've definitely got some stuff we'll feed out towards the end of the year before gigs return properly. Okay, so we got that to look forward to, and, you, and you've timed this new release. We're going to play a track from it uh, in just a minute. Um, pretty well, I mean, in terms of building a bit of hype and hopefully having live shows within a month or two months. No, a month's probably too optimistic. Say two months. Um, but this new release, uh, we're going to play a track easy now. It was an, a two-track release with a B-side called Balloons. Tell us a bit about both of these tracks um, and what's gone into them. Well, Balloons, it sort of started with the song Balloons, which is the B-side. That, that was kind of going to be the single. And I guess that one, we sort of wanted to choose that one because it was going down a slightly different direction than the previous releases before that. But then, yeah, there was sort of this demo that was kind of lingering like every now and then, like that I sort of just every now like play the chords or whatever. And I sort of like the week that we were going to upload balloons and release that, I sent it to Dan and it was, yeah, it sort of became easy now. And we sort of all um, ended up agreeing to make that the, um, the main track, the title track sort of thing. So it's a very common approach nowadays. You seem to find a lot of two-track releases. I don't know whether it's something like what you guys have gone through where you've gone, oh, I really like this song. I don't want it to you know, not be out in the world. So we're going to release it alongside Easy Now, um, which is, you know, like I said, a fairly common approach I think nowadays. So there's definitely no, no shame, if you will, in, in wanting to do it that way. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I think it's um, it obviously ma- probably made more sense like back in the day with like well, um, you know, ten years ago or whatever with CDs. But yeah, no, it's definitely interesting doing it in the world of streaming. I guess doing the kind of extra tracks or B sides. It's sort of a bit of an experiment for us too, to see which song people cling to first. Yeah, and, and the two tracks like the um, sugar soap, but they're definitely you can see your diversity in them as a band. So I mean, releasing those two together is an excellent display of what you guys are capable of. Um, that's definitely what I thought when I was listening to it. It was cool to hear different sides of you guys. Yeah, as I said, it was it's kind of just a bit of an experiment, really. Um, but also, just yeah, with balloons, we just we work pretty hard on it. And we're like, oh, you know, it's probably it speaks for the time of the band kind of thing as well, I guess. So we're like. It's got to go out. The new track, Easy Now, we're going to hit play on it in just a second. Uh, can you break down this song, what it's about? Um, for me, uh, I sort of came up with the initial idea. And for me, I guess it was um, just about finding a, um, just a place of comfort, I guess. Um, and whether that's like doing something as an escape, like a hobby or whatever it is, or just kind of... Um, Just anything that puts your mind at ease, basically. Um, It's pretty much as broad as that. Do check out Sugar Soap. If you want to get your sugar hit, jump on Spotify streaming (laughs) services, wherever you want to find the guys. Uh, Right now, we're going to hit play on that new one, Easy Now. Take a listen to the B-side balloons while you're there. But right now, you're on home brood. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks for having us.